welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. This week, we've been thinking a lot about our fellow aspiring entrepreneurs, people that are sitting at home, maybe working for another company, maybe finishing up school, that are yearning to start a company. And one of the most common questions that we get from aspiring entrepreneurs is, how do we learn to be an entrepreneur? Or more accurately, what should we learn before starting a company? And oftentimes these people come to us with these questions because they don't fully feel prepared to start a business. Now, outside of accelerator programs, incubators, where people actually help you get a company off the ground once you already have an idea with maybe a little bit of traction, there's not a lot of formal education programs for people that want to start companies, at least not ubiquitous ones that any of us would have heard of that are accessible to anybody. Now, Vadim and I are actually directly starting to address this, which is why we started School 16, to try and create more well-rounded technology professionals that can be prepared to start their own companies down the line, or at least rise through the ranks in tech organizations. But outside of participating in an education program, there are ways that you can acquire skills that are useful for entrepreneurship. And here are some that we think are the most useful, where if you only had three or five years to spend in a particular role or learning something, here are the skills that we think are most important. At a basic level, you need to get really good at figuring out what customers need based on the problems they have, and then how you can bring the solutions to them or how you can build products to solve their problems. This sounds really basic, but the skill set of identifying problems and listening to customers is one of those skill sets that's never really formally taught in any kind of setting. So how do you learn these types of skills? Well, there's a number of jobs in particular in tech companies that are well-suited in teaching entrepreneurial skills. Because what you're really doing is you're talking to customers and you're shipping product. And here are some of those job titles. You might have heard of the SDR or BDR type of job title or sales development representative. Now, this is an entry-level sales title, a sales job that just from a job description doesn't sound that attractive, but it's a great way to ramp up and learn how to talk to customers and identify their problems because all you're doing in that kind of job is your appointment setting. And the only way you can set appointments is if you can understand how to communicate value to customers very, very quickly. And I know a lot of founders actually that came out of SDR or sales development type of roles where they spent a year or two cold calling, cold emailing so they could learn how to communicate with customers directly. It's not the most glamorous role, but it's definitely going to teach you how to be okay with rejection, but also how to communicate value quickly. There's another emerging role for people that like dealing with customers, but maybe don't feel like sales is natural to them. That's fairly accessible for at the entry level, and that is customer success roles or customer success manager. The job of a customer success person is to constantly be talking to existing customers to make sure that you're solving their problems in the right way, they're using the product in the right way, and they're buying additional functionality or features of a product if it could be helpful in solving their problem. Again, you're not pitching customers cold, but you're doing a similar thing, which is you're trying to find out how are your customers using your product now and how can you help them leverage the product better. If you're a little bit later in your career, 
You can also start exploring roles with the word marketing in the title or product in the title. Now, the SDR role that Sergey was just talking about is actually a marketing support role. And while there are marketing jobs out there at the entry level, in other words, with people with minimal marketing experience, typically they do look for you to have some of that background before granting you the job. And actually, we had a woman uh, named Grace that was a guest instructor at School 16 a couple of months ago, and she talked about how a lot of her early jobs were actually a lot more sales heavy than marketing as she was trying to grow up in the marketing field. And she had to take on those responsibilities to then get tangential responsibilities on marketing teams eventually becoming head of marketing at a consumer goods company. And actually, she just got a role as a VP of marketing at a newsletter called The Skim. Now, why is marketing a useful skill or a useful job for a future entrepreneur? Simply enough, it teaches you how to tell a story. It teaches you the simple but incredibly important skill of writing copy that most people don't ever really think about as an important skill for an entrepreneur. But communicating value to your customer through your website, through your product, is such an underrated skill and it's something that you will really learn how to do in a marketing function. Now, for those of you that are listening that are maybe more product-oriented, you see yourselves as builders, you want to be more in product roles, getting into product management is possible, and it actually does really prepare you well to be an entrepreneur, but those roles are a little bit harder to get. There are a lot of salespeople and marketers that end up transitioning into product once they get some more experience, but... I, for example, got into product management after working in sales and then sales engineering for a number of years. There are plenty of people that start off on the technical side where they're purely coding for years and then move into product management when they display that they have some of the other sort of softer skills, communication skills in order to have that cross-functional role. Again, if you're later in your career and you think you can adjust your narrative to get a product role, it is a great way to get additional skills. But People that are earlier in their career should target either really early stage companies to get some product experience or stay away from those roles because they're a little bit harder to get with minimal experience in tech. But why are product management type of roles really useful for would-be entrepreneurs? The main point of that job is to understand what customers need. You Hopefully, you're noticing a pattern here and then prioritize what your engineering team does or what you build as a product based on customer feedback. So you have to be really good at interviewing customers, getting insights from them, and then translating that to a team to be able to build the right product at the right time. Something that's critical for any founder because you have so little resources when you're starting a company, you wanna make sure that you're building the right thing for the right customer. And that's something you can learn as someone in product. Of course, there are other roles that could be useful in operations and other more technical roles if that's your inclination. The skill of building product is really useful for an entrepreneur. But what's more important than picking any one particular skill or job to focus on over the next three to seven years as you figure out how to build your own startup is finding high output teams to work for. And I'm talking about the type of teams where once you join, within a matter of weeks, you can already see why they're 10x teams. They're 10 times better probably than any other team that you've worked for, and you didn't even know that people worked in this way, where you see how founders and your team members execute, where every time you're in a meeting with other team members, you feel like you're learning something. And I think that that alone, finding the right team to work for, is probably more important than almost anything else in determining your future success as a founder. 
if you look at some of the most successful entrepreneurs out there, you'll notice that most of them came from really, really successful and strong teams before they started their company. We hear people talk all the time about the PayPal mafia, but it wasn't just the founders of PayPal that ended up starting successful companies. It was other executives and other people that worked at PayPal that ended up starting amazing companies afterwards like Yammer, Tesla, SpaceX, LinkedIn, Palantir, Square, YouTube. There's so many companies that were started by people that worked at PayPal that ended up being successful partly because that team at PayPal was so strong that if you even emulated a part of what they did, you probably would be more successful than others. We have a podcast episode coming out this Wednesday with one of the founders of a consumer health company called Levels, and that founder was an engineer at SpaceX for six years before he decided to start his own company. Clearly citing in our interview, as you'll hear on Wednesday, that one of the biggest contributors to his success is what he learned while on that incredibly talented team at SpaceX and the people that he got to meet during that time. So don't underestimate the importance of finding the right team. Of course, having business skills is important if you're going to start a company. But if you look at historically most people that end up starting companies, there's a reason why you don't find one particular type of job that makes people successful as a founder or one specific experience that can predict success for a founder. People have a lot of different jobs, a lot of different experiences, a lot of different skills that they pick up before they start a company. And so just because you picked one doesn't mean you're going to be more or less successful as a founder. But what will determine your success is the track record of the type of teams you worked with, partly because of the network, but also because seeing amazing teams execute creates so many less tangible learnings that then you will bring when you build your own team. So if you're going to spend your time on anything over the next couple of years, you should be prioritizing making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. There are countless networking opportunities right now, even though everything is remote. Vadim and I host weekly events as part of School 16 every Wednesday where you can learn from professionals in the types of roles and companies that you want to be a part of. But there's also tons of conferences and venture capital firms and tech companies that used to do in-person conferences that are now doing them online. And don't discount those as potential opportunities for networking. If you want to join us this week, we have a manager of customer success at HubSpot, which is one of the fastest growing startups to come out of Boston over the last decade. You can sign up at school16.co forward slash seminars. And if you found this episode valuable, please share it with one friend in your network who you think might benefit from it this week. Thank you, and we'll see you again on Wednesday.